0: All right, welcome, kids, to another edition of Bottom of the Bill with Side Hustle. We got Sean Taunton from the Melody Trucks Band and Ginger Man and Dirty Pete joining us this evening. How y'all doing? I'm doing fine. Thanks for filling in last minute. I really appreciate it, bud. Hey, man, happy to help. Um, So before we get started here, uh, for those of you that were expecting Rory, he had some personal stuff he had to deal with, so he wasn't able to make it tonight, so... um, yeah, big thanks to Sean for being here and doing this last minute. Um, we want to uh, kind of plug this fundraiser deal that we're doing next week on the on the Bottom of the Bill podcast. So before this whole quarantine happened, we started, uh, we started recording our album, and we had our budgets set. We had everything ready to go, um, and all our gigs got canceled. We have lost revenue across the board um and we have not been able to get back into the studio we spent all the money that we had basically on that first trip so um part of what we're doing with this documentary also or not documentary with but with this album is that we're going to be recording a documentary of the process of filming of recording the album basically and what it means to be in the studio um you know in a in a soundproof room with no windows and uh for, with people the same people for 12 hours just dissecting your songs and what that does to a person It's in like the being bus. in a casino i say y- yeah kind of like being a casino but with like less scumbags i guess no depending on drinks. the band that you're <laughs> in <laughs> yeah no free drinks <laughs> um so yeah what we're trying to do is raise money to get back in there and do this document finish this documentary and finish the album as well so we have a goal that we're trying to reach and um With every level of commitment, there's going to be a different thing that you're going to get for that level of commitment. So at some point during this podcast, the event page for that fundraiser will be put in the comments. And then you'll be able to see what those tiers are and what our our goal is. And then you'll be able to kind of get an idea of what we're trying to do.
1: What's the first tier?
0: The first tier is $10. Easy peasy. Easy peasy.
1: Just help us out.
0: Yeah, that's all you got to do.
1: Just give us a... Give us a Hamilton.
0: And it goes up to uh, $500 tier. This is basically going to work as like a, like a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter or something, but like we're going to be doing a live stream on the spot with the band. Uh, first time we've played together, first time we'll have been in the room together in well over a month. And we're going to be doing a Q&A section about what it means to be on the road and what it means to be in this like a DIY band with the, from the marketing to the promo to the whole thing. And any questions you guys might have, feel free to ask along the way. And uh, and then with any level of comit- commitment that you get, you're going to get a copy of that live stream as well. So um, yeah, so just uh, look out on the event page. We'll get all that stuff going, and, and just a little bit, you can see what we're ge- what we're looking for. So um, and then uh, another thing that we're going to address before, real quick. Before we get on that,
1: uh, uh, we didn't cheers.
0: Oh, we didn't cheers. That's right. <laughs> Fuck. It's well, bad right. luck. We got cheers before oh, we start right. the podcast. Cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. Another thing that we have to get into that uh what? Billy, Billy wait, made wait, kind wait, of a boo boo last week, right? Try, Billy get, Billy made kind of into? a Billy Billy kind of had had a, had a rough week last week. Mm, so mm. we have to we're we're, we're uh today we want to start off the episode by just kind of telling Billy that he's got a a problem with interrupting people. I d- <laughs> and uh and where and and how and how that interrupting you're doing better he's trying he's trying real hard it's really it's really really it's really hurting him right now uh and how and how the interrupting plays into his narcissism and how the narcissism plays into his love of performance right so let's let's go let's give billy a chance to apologize and then uh also explain a little bit about where that narcissism might come from okay Uh, so i've learned now uh at
1: while talking um, while another person is talking to wait until they're finished talking. It's good. So that's step one. Yeah. Uh, step two is to uh, uh, if I have something that I want to say, just remember it. I think my brain just works faster than yours. I guess I'm yeah. Like I'm just like, I'm ready to go to the next step of telecommunication or I'm sorry, tel- telepathy. And I, I'm already there Yeah. because as soon as you start talking, I just want you to stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's with that, that's with anybody, uh, uh, but particularly you. Yeah. <laughs> he's not rude. He's just evolved. Just he's just evolved. evolved that's I'm all it evolved. is, yeah. I'm on the next you're, level. Yeah, you're I'm the next level. i into the Matrix. Where are you at, bud?
0: D- I've never even seen the Matrix, so I don't, right. I don't know what that that's means. That's right. That
1: was episode one, me explaining you're the real. Matrix. <laughs> but anyways, I do want I do want to address that. I do apologize for interrupting you, yeah. Tony. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: we're not calling me that, though, right? The, we sorry. don't We don't like that name, Tony. Uh,
2: it doesn't fit for you. It doesn't You're fit for Tony. me. I'm not a Tony. Anyways. Billy uh, really just
0: likes to call me that to piss me off. What? This is part of your narcissism. Turn You're trying to steal my thunder. Yeah. You're that's trying what to break, I do. You put more light on you. This I is all do. part of it.
1: I just want to be I just want to be I wanna be the center of attention always. Yeah, I know.
2: gets
0: a rise. I do think that's why he keeps doing it. That's also, that's also why he keeps doing it. it I, I'm a very I'm a really easy target for sure.
1: That's how that's how that's how uh you defeat me is if you ignore me and just talk through me. Yeah, so that's I'm really good at doing that too. But anyways, I've learned I've learned now that I uh, you've brought it to my attention, and now that we have viewers that have also said it, like <laughs> I got 20 people saying that I'm bad at it. Uh, uh, I, l- I wait for you to finish talking, and then I count to three, and then I talk. Yeah, and that's literally what I'm going to do the whole episode. Perfect. I, I love might that. I count it out loud or at least mouth it.
0: Daniel says that you just have a lot of stuff to say. I do have and a lot may- of stuff to And say. maybe I should just be a little bit more respectful of that.
1: Well, uh, uh, Daniel is um, 100% true in yeah. that. But at the same time, I'm trying to be respectful and wait for you to talk.
0: Sounds great. All right. Anyways. <laughs>
1: And I'm sorry is what I'm trying to say. I apologize. <laughs> Thanks for a
2: clear podcasting
1: way. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it,
2: Sean.
0: So uh, anyways, uh, for those who don't know, uh, even though we already did the intro- introduction, Sean Taunton plays drums for the Melody Trucks Band uh, and for um, Dirty Pete and Gingerbeard Man as well, as well as anybody else who just needs a drummer around town. So, And the Funk Jam at Spliffs, right. too. And the Funk Jam at Spliffs, uh, who is actually, if guys, uh, what I forgot to mention also, is that uh, if you're next time you go to Spliffs make sure that you mention the bottom of the Build podcast because you will get 10% off of your next uh, purchase there so uh shout out to those guys keep supporting local businesses Absolutely. we're going to be doing this every week where we're featuring another restaurant or bar um, and then any any time we feature that bar if you go there and buy whatever they're they're selling you get 10% off of that uh of of that purchase so yeah just mention my name uh well bottom of the bill podcast right three <laughs> did you see that yeah did a, you're doing a great you're doing a great job bill we're only a couple minutes in so we'll see don't jinx it my my, uh, my
1: face is like it's turned red <laughs> now i'm just like holding it
0: in <laughs> so anyways uh yeah split food is badass for sure splice is great
1: i love splits.
0: Um. So Sean is one of my favorite drummers in Jacksonville, and oh, thanks, man. Typically, are, uh, really, because the dude can literally play just about any genre. And just like your your experience of playing in metal bands, and prog bands, and punk bands, and cover bands, original bands from funk to jazz to all of it, it really makes you a pretty versatile drummer and a lo- really interesting to jam with. So you want to give s- people some like a little bit of your background, like how you got started, some of the bands you played with, and different styles, and. Stuff you've done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I came up playing you gotta put that microphone talking to the mic. Yeah, yeah, I um started playing about when I was like nine or ten, but came up playing with like I'm lie, like three eleven and green day type stuff. But uh once I got into art school, and got more exposed to like jazz and what funk was, that always had like a, you know, I always had a side that loved that, but always just found myself playing in punk bands and metal bands with all my homies. And uh after you know, quite a few years of doing that. Um, had a pop punk band called far from Eden. We did for quite a few years out of high school. And then, uh, his name was iron, which is like a hardcore metal band. We did I, that remember, for a while. I
1: remember his name was iron. Yeah.
2: Um, <clears throat> like after doing that, I mean, I still love playing that style of music, but like all through those years, like working at Schroeder's and like meeting a lot of cats and getting turned on to a lot of different music, just got way more into the funk and jam side of things. And then, uh, after the first time going to Swanee, that was kind of a, big eye opener and like shifting everything from being like more in the metal scene to like the, uh, the funk scene. But it's just more um i find the funk seems more musical but the one thing that i found is just like avoiding doing all those different genres is just like no matter whether it's like metal or funk is just fucking listening yeah totally it's like it's you know whether like playing prog bands like it's you know getting too drunk before the show and fucking something up and then like having to listen knowing how to get back on it or you know whatever it is just like listen to the funk and jam with a bunch of like good-ass musicians you know just learn how to
0: how to listen that's really what it's all about, man. Listening is such an important thing about playing any style of music, but really like improvise styles where like anything can change at any minute. So it's like your, your your ear has to be really developed. So to familiarize yourself with as many styles of music, so you can kind of catch where people are going with certain things. You're like, okay, well, you know, this could fit here, and then just also having like the intuition, just knowing that you're like allowed as as being like in a creative moment to just kind of like do what you want within within certain confines and having the intuition and just the ability to trust that intuition is what really separates like an average musician from like a great musician you know yeah absolutely so i'm um- <laughs> Awful at listening. You don't know well. You yeah. Which goes back to what we were saying earlier, right? We're, I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's your narcissism, right? It's a it's a it's like when we play. Uh-huh. It's it's like like when you first joined the band. <laughs> everything that you play was just basically a solo over everything. Yeah. Just because so there was no listening. You also don't really know like a lot about different you styles ever, of you music. Ever see, you ever right?
1: see uh, how I met your mother? Yeah. Where he's like, okay, so you're gonna. Uh, Barney's <laughs> like, hey, you want to make it like a a mix CD for a party? Do you want it to have like ups and downs, or is it shot through the heart the entire time?
0: That's your. That's you. That's me. Yeah, you're all that. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a fun party, though. Yeah, it's
1: a good party <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, it's probably an awful party. Poncho he's not a big fan. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, I might offend everybody from New Jersey in just you know one sentence, but he's not a big fan.
0: Um, serum. So, zero. so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, a big fan John Vuciev, the fan either. <laughs>
1: Is there any musician that likes Bon Jovi? Is that a thing?
0: It's a good song. I mean, there's some good, great songs. I'm not, not my thing, but, you know. He sure
2: is cute. Yeah, he's, he's a
0: good-looking guy, that Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'd take him out to a good steak dinner.
1: you know? You're just take him out in Atlantic, Atlantic City for, you know, just a couple hours in a Hilton Head. Uh, sorry, Hilton Head.
0: That's in South Carolina. <laughs> Been drinking. Not, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's
2: your birthday weekend.
0: That is true. Happy birthday! Thank Happy you belated. so much, Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I really right. appreciate High that. Blade. What
1: a nice guy to say something Jeez. for my right
0: birthday. Hi, Blade. Birthday. Really, really appreciate it. So, Billy, uh, we spent Billy's birth. <laughs> I spent Billy's birthday with him on Friday, and he cooked me a nice steak dinner. I, I <laughs> speaking, of. Uh, speaking of, speaking of, and don't uh, go into he, too many details. He made some. He made some. It was the first because time. Because the implications. Yes, it's it's all about the implications. Well,
1: you can't leave. It's a quarantine. <laughs> i'm not gonna you, you can't leave
0: you can't, <laughs> <laughs> you're you not
1: going to leave you can't you won't
0: uh so it was a nice steak dinner steak was okay you need maybe a couple more test runs on how to do it properly Bought that, but I bought that brand new was good yeah it was good potatoes were good corn was good pasta salad was good Drinks were good. We got into some heated food heated, uh, <laughs> uh, heated political debate. It was fun. It lasted about three hours. That was a good time. Uh, I got I, home a, I got you, home. F- you really shouldn't get it? Do no, we're not going to get into it. Was, it was a good time.
1: You'll offend everybody that's it's, watching because you're the
2: only Republican in the jam scene. I am... <laughs> Not true, but yeah. okay.
1: Well, maybe I'm the outlier Yeah, we're gonna
0: keep we're gonna keep, keep that low. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I got home at five o'clock in the morning after our. It was a, it was a good birthday though. It was a fun. We had a good time.
1: I had a great time. Thank you so much for uh, coming to my house for my birthday. Well, what can I do?
0: As your only friend, I you know that's my I my didn't responsibility. Know we were friends?
1: One of I, two. Oh, <laughs> Sean, sh-
2: I sh- I, sh- I, d- I don't have your number. Otherwise, you would have <laughs> been there. I'm really sorry, Sean. That's why Anton called me for the podcast. Well, yeah.
1: you know, um, yeah. But uh, also, uh, we're I definitely just, faced I just with moved friends. in. I just moved in <laughs> to Riverside. But now, now that that you've been in my house, I guess like, do you
2: do you want to hang out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once you get rid of all these boxes, you guys can't see this. Is just whole house is
0: just nothing but boxes. <laughs> boxes I don't have any furniture and, in my house. And it sucks. Boxes <laughs> and empty walls. It's literally like Ted Bundy. Yeah, lives it's, here.
1: A, it's a serial killer house for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Had, uh, I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, every single person that's come over has been like Ben Strock. What's okay? up, bro? Good to
0: see you. Thanks for joining, <laughs> Fred. Good to see you, man. Or not to see you, but thanks for joining, Gary. Oh my God, look, we got a bunch of people, are new people here. Yeah, thanks, Myrna. For of, so everybody tuning All in. All right,
2: um, S- old moonshine.
1: Sorry, I, I also derail conversations. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's that's what you said. That's like, part of
2: your charm, though.
1: I, no, yeah, I'm charming. Uh, for First, sure. is interesting. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you're here. You could be a mediator if you want. Yeah, you can be. I am charming.
2: Yeah. I came over with you just making sure that it didn't become just you and I making fun of Anton for an hour. And it hasn't yet.
0: It hasn't but yet. I assure really? you it will turn into that. Take it easy, boys. Cheers. <laughs> I have feel like it's, that's what's going to turn into. Everybody wants Ooh, to do roasting up, me,
2: or we're just going to pick on you. One of those two things. Yeah. Gonna
0: happen. <laughs> Billy's a fun target too, though. Let's get let's get Bill.
2: What do I what do I got? That you can make fun of seriously.
0: Just, I mean, just your entire existence. My to start. existence.
1: Yeah. Gosh, this is my favorite thing about him. Is he's so deep and he's great at description <laughs> and details. I know. That's One why of my I'm favorite lyrics s- that he's ever written. Okay, uh, here we uh, go. Uh, 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 he has. He has. Uh, we're all like dust in the wind. It's not what I said. <laughs> One of his lyrics in a song that it's he very wrote. Original
2: though. It's it's.
1: <laughs> Burn. <laughs>
2: that a real lyric? That yeah, is
1: a real lyric, and it's, I laugh every time we play <laughs> it on stage. <laughs> you
0: have to hear it in context. And then I, you have and to then hear it I look, look at him in the
1: face, and I kind of just like mouth the words to him. Every yeah. time we play it live. Every every time every
0: every time we play it live. Yeah, yeah it's oh give God. me a little, a little smooch. Yeah, a little air smooch. Oh,
1: like oh, <laughs> you should, we should talk about uh, whenever we whenever we uh, play it in our uh, cover band, and we play it. Uh, What's the up, Red, Whitney? Thanks for joining. Peppers, yeah, you're next, Steve Whitney. Steve Honig. Uh, yeah, good to see you guys. Uh, but when we play the Red Hot Chili Peppers um, "Under the Bridge" song, <laughs> uh, right before, because he has to play the guitar intro, right? And I want to make him laugh and fuck it up because <laughs> he fucks it up a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, 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 One of the things that I make him Not do – like, He's only been playing it for twenty years. Yeah, so like, no big break. deal, right? Not a great uh, uh, guitar uh, uh, player, uh, uh, all right? But but, but uh, I go, hey Anton. How do you feel sometimes? <laughs> and then he just goes. Sometimes I feel like the the, the,
2: the best the the best. Tell him shit how of. you feel. And that just what a, that's what a
0: covered show is. Just like fucking you with got, each other the whole time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Gotta laugh, man. Yeah. No, but the 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 best time though the, uh, of that song was like we had this this joke where every time we started, Billy just goes in the microphone and says, like, "Oh my god, I love Sublime." And one time, this chick was like, when well, I started playing, and she was like, oh, my god, Santeria. <laughs> I literally that was
1: A one A
0: right? I, yeah, I had to, I I died i had to stop playing the riff i was laughing so fucking hard i was i cannot believe it that just happened right there i love
1: i i, I loved doing it. and then i it's progressed to the point where I do like uh, interpretive dancing to all the lyrics yeah. and that <laughs> stuff. Cause there's nothing to do. It's just guitar and singing the whole time. Like you just sit there the whole time. Yeah, for but piano, You yeah. got to hit the rim shot as a drum and everything like that. Yeah. There's not even any piano in that song. I just I'm just hanging out. She learn
2: how to do sign language too and just sign the whole. I
1: that language. would be sure. good. I do know sign language a little bit.
0: That'd be good. Not yeah. all the way,
2: but I've
1: used that for. Uh, uh, I think every musician should should learn sign language.
0: Why? It'd
2: be a good way to communicate. Oh yeah, the numbers,
0: the letters he and stuff. He
1: didn't think about it for a second. He he just was like, "That's the way to do it." Yeah. And you, what did you say? I use numbers. No, no, you said, you said, you said, why? Yeah, why? We're yeah. fast thinkers. We don't. We've evolved. We're not gonna interrupt him. You guys, you guys, <laughs> but you guys,
0: <laughs> you guys come, you guys come from a little place called the schooled background. All right. my I've heard come, this excuse a lot. What is this I, <laughs> sorry for interrupting. What does this mean? Uh, it means that you guys have a proper education in music, where I grew up playing. And in, in in the, the streets, streets. you know what I mean. He's from, yeah, the, street. he's I'm from the streets. am from a school uh, of Miami? hard knocks, right? Not Miami, but you know, just uh, <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from a school of, of hard knocks where people just threw hand signs at you that were numbers, and then you just figured out what they were talking like about. signs. I'm just saying that you know, I I know the national number system, and you probably never heard that in your life. <laughs> and I know that you probably know that you know what that is. Well, I think it's a
1: little bit useless in music to have a number system because there's seven chords and you only got. Five fingers on one hand. What are you going to do? Just stop playing. 100%? Well, you use
0: your ears the rest of the time, but you don't know anything <laughs> about that, right? <laughs> you don't know anything about that. you not learn. No, but yeah, <laughs> you listen.
1: Just, uh, That's what that's what I did with Lucky and everything like that. I, I just just
0: just, just get throw things, A, things. Yeah.
1: A B C D E F G. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Cool. <laughs> What's your
2: sign for sharp?
1: The sharp was this, and then flat was that.
0: Oh, perfect. He
2: so already gets yeah. it, dude.
0: Well, I don't. I you know. So, That's why I get
2: hired. I understand. I got. I can pick up everybody. He's a professional. Yeah. Sean's I'm selling a himself. This this is a
0: professional. Sean's. This is why I get hired because I know all of it, guys. Hire me. <laughs> yeah, <it's Sean. laughs> we'll put. We'll put his contact info in the post later. I'm sure there's lots of people who need a drummer
1: this
2: weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, I feel so bad. It's like. It's like. Oh, it's like. Oh, God, that was funny, but it also. Oh, really we got Lee Keeter <laughs> yeah, from really soul hurts, live man, jamming so us, uh, so chilling ch-
0: with us as well. What's up? Thanks so for joining us. Later tonight. Hard knocks the blue. Adam McKennaway yeah, they, in the I house. I,
1: if I can't play for uh, uh, somebody listening, I was like, "What's the point?" We'll <laughs> Antoine,
0: the <line> Antoine, <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Hard knocks. Steve Honig said, "Are we?" Uh, Tony, Tony <laughs> Antoine, Hard Tony, Hard knocks. I like Steve. I'll, I'll, I like that one. I like that one, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, well, I think we derailed
0: enough. We'll ask him. Ask Sean another question because he's our guest and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you know. Uh, your experience of being in cover bands versus original bands, I'm like like, I'm very passionate about about the the difference in that grind and what that means. I think a lot of people just don't don't understand what like what it means to be in an original band versus what it means to be in a cover band playing bars five nights a week versus ticketed events and promo and marketing that goes into all that kind of stuff. So your you've you've had plenty of experience in both kinds of situations. How would you describe the difference? What do you think is like, just like, like th- the pros and cons of both sides of the industry, I guess.
2: <coughs> well, I mean, I know you and I have had multiple conversations about how hard it is to have a band and, like, play, you know, cover gigs three or four nights a week and then on a Saturday try to have a ticketed show and, like, try to sell tickets for something that they people saw, you know, all week long for free. Right. Um, you know, I spent most of the years of my career coming up only doing originals um, and never making any money, but, you know, gaining a lot of experience and things like that. But, yeah, never making any money at it. And then uh, after the last original band that his name was Iron, the metal band kind of disbanded. We that's when I started playing covers more, uh, more exclusively. Just making money. Just I'm not gonna say got stuck in a rut, but just for the until like a good worthy project came up, it was just easy to sit there and kind of make money and uh, save money. And like I said but it's still from that like there's still a lot of experience to be gained like from playing covers like you know uh getting hired in like for one off and like random people's filling the bands um make
0: sure you're talking into the mic
2: oh yeah yeah um you know going and playing with like different musicians and like learning how they play and just gaining experience from that but yeah I mean it's hard it's hard to balance it um probably one of the reasons why I haven't done a whole lot of original music in the last like 6 to 8 years but uh well, you're playing Melody
0: now, though, right? I mean, Melody does a lot of that stuff. You guys go on the road quite a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were definitely averaging at least one or two out of town shows a month. You know, we try not to play Jacksonville like with a band like that. With everybody in the band, aside from Melody, who pretty much plays full time with their own respective groups. You know, it makes it easier to where we only have to play original shows. We're not out there having to grind to make ends meet. Um, so right. that's been that's kind of been the deciding the the defining thing for that band. Um, but again, with that, it comes with its own set of uh, troubles of trying to book those shows for Melody Chucks Band. When you have four other schedules to balance, sure, category, yeah. Um, which we signed, we finally g- we hooked up with a uh, booking agent uh, early this year and let speakeasy. him. Speak easy, yeah. Speak easy. Uh,
0: Justin's a good dude, man. Yeah. I like him.
2: Yeah, letting him handle that nightmare. Um, <clears throat> but which that's, I mean, hats off to Melody for being able to make that work. Um, having never been the one in a band that's had to really handle that kind that aspect of it. I fully uh, am aware and respect the amount of work and
0: stress that goes into it. So. Sure, man. Yeah, it's really difficult trying to balance those schedules and just get everybody on the same page. But I will say that um, all the, the the original music <laughs> thing. I think if you're if you're a musician that wants to pursue a, a, original music, there's a, a huge downside to playing the bar scene, in the sense of like what we were talking about, like trying to. Uh, um, play three or four, four shows a week for free, and then do a ticketed event or something. A lot of bands, you know, their management, like like out of town bands, uh, bigger touring bands, their management does, they don't want to work with you because they know that your last local show was yesterday, and they don't, and like they know that your numbers aren't going to be good in, in that market. Right. So there's a lot of things that go into that in, into that. But I, what I will say is that it's like playing in a bar, like like being in the bar scene, is the equivalent of. The service industry for anybody else. If you're a musician, I think you have to have that experience because, like, first off, there's no better way to build your chops and to build your comfortability on stage than playing four, five, six nights a week in a bar to nobody, to nobody, or to a shit that builds character, or the worst people. Yeah, or the worst (laughs) people. You know, the whole thing is like, like people yelling requests at you and just like treating you like you're just a jukebox, and then getting upset when you don't know those requests. Or like, you know, or like wanting to sing your, uh, on your shit or like play play guitar and you're like like they have no concept and no respect of, of what your position is. I think it really toughens you up as a musician to be in that scenario for I mean, for for, for a long time. And then the original music grind from the from the, per, from the performance aspect becomes so much easier to deal with. Oh yeah. You know, like the business side of it is way more complicated, but the performance side of it becomes like, you know, it's just another gig for you. You know? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And that's what I mean, like, you know, you're talking about dealing with those t- like hecklers or just like the drunk people at the bar. You find a way like to just like you know, most times those people are drunk and not pay attention, so you don't even have to like lay that much sarcasm to be able to like have the entire bar laughing at this person without, without them realizing. Yeah, it. exactly. I mean, that's that's generally what we try to do. Just
1: that's kind of my job.
2: Yeah, that's that's what you're there for. <laughs> I that's where you shine. Yeah,
1: that's where I shine.
2: Like,
1: do you know uh, any Miley stars? Like, do we know the whole album? Hit it, Anton. Go Eric Coffman, what's up, Tom bro? Thanks Batty for
0: joining in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite things to do. I, see, <laughs> my issue on those gigs. Is that I don't like. I don't have like A sense of humor. Not, no. <laughs>
1: sorry, I'm working on it. Quit that interrupting, Billy. Uh, yeah, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm working on it. it. Doesn't mean I was too good at it. Now, yeah, you're getting there. You'll be four. all right.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I'm not going to hit it quite as hard if I don't say <laughs> it now. Anyways.
0: Um, my problem is at those shows is that, like, yeah, I don't really actually have the wit to, to come back to people like that, at, like, on stage. Um, and also, I, I get angry. I don't, I don't get, like, like, my mind doesn't go to, how can I make this person look like an idiot? My mind goes to, like, literally fuck you and your entire family. <laughs> <laughs> I get like- there, too. I get there. I've, I have to remind myself, because, you know, playing with, I play with Shane
2: and like, every band that I play in. And, uh, you know, he's, he's got, like, 20 years, like, just pro experience on top of me. And, like, I find myself, and I'm like, I've been doing this for too long to be able to put up with this shit. And then he's over there laughing. And I'm like, he's been doing it way longer than I have something. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, right fine. Let's just fucking laugh at this person instead. Yeah,
0: that's all you can really do at the end of the day. I mean, there's some times where they, where they cross the line, and then you never know what's going to happen. Because, like, I've had people, one chick came up to me, when we were playing at the Palace in Fernandina. This one chick comes up to me, and she was like, I just want to I just wanna uh, play play the keyboard. And I was like, well, no, you weren't You weren't there. Oh, and what? You, it, what it, Hold on. I, oh, I'm, I'm about to explain what's going on. So <laughs> there it is, bro. See? <laughs> so uh, I I was like, no, you can't play the keyboard. Like, no. It's like $4,000 worth of gear right there. You can't play the keyboard. And she was like, I just want to touch one. I was like, no, you can't do it. And I'm like sticking up for Billy because he's not there to stick up for himself. So anyways, she walks away, and she goes and tells her fucking fratty boyfriend in the back with all of his friends, like, I, I just, I don't even, I, I don't hear what she says. I see her point. He goes, he won't let me play the keyboard. <laughs> and I'm just like, this, fu- this is, this, this, this yeah. sucks. Here we go. And so uh, when we start our next set, she's like sitting there pointing at me and blah, blah. blah. And like this, this guy like, looking at me, he starts like doing this like in the background. I'm like, but first off, like, what are you going to do? You're going to walk up, I'm and punch me in the face. Number one, number two, you, at you, the you palace, might, you never know. Y- yeah, y- <laughs> y- you might, but it's like, number two, like, what are you trying to accomplish by just, like, waving at me and trying to be a dick like that. You know it's what I'm like, saying? Three, you know your girlfriend's annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then to make it worse... Billy comes back uh, later and tells her she can play the keyboard. Yeah, well we were
1: playing, we were playing uh, t- uh, 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 last day of Mary Jane, in A minor. I was like, okay, so here's this uh, key. Just press that A key, and uh, hopefully you know how to count to four and just hit that A key. And I let her on stage and play with me. Yeah, you did. And what That's she do? She
0: walks away and she's like, fu- like to me, she's like, fuck you. And, and I'm it, like, and okay, and cool. Yeah, you're cool though. Th- exactly. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck she so you you, got like you. the you're
1: good cool. cop,
2: bad cop then going to the band. Oh,
1: yeah, Big I time. Know. Yeah, that well, yeah, works. Just, you know, I have. Uh, uh, emotion and a personality, and you <laughs> are a vacuum of human an- humanity. Which right. is
0: hilarious because I actually, I actually like people, just in general, and I actually uh, tend to socialize more with people. Whereas Billy. Um, hates people and doesn't like (laughs) doesn't like to socialize with anybody which is why he packs up and goes right home after a gig which is why i like to go and hang out at the party sometimes you know what i mean so yeah maybe my personality is a little lackluster sometimes maybe i'm not like the most personable person when i'm on stage but at the end of the day you got to get to know me right it's like it's like you're the kind of guy it's like it's like like what you see is what you get and then i'm fucking gone because i don't even like you as a person (laughs) you know what i mean so it's kind of like it's like your your whole thing is like fake and my whole thing is like real. Well here's you know how
1: here's how you know how uh 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 creative you are. You just called yourself a personable person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: real deep, bud. That's what weird. it is. That's it's
2: like some dust in the wind. Yo! <laughs> Shot <laughs> you <laughs> have to, for the wind. You have
0: to <laughs> <laughs> you have to hear it in context. You guys can I don't me. think that's gonna help it though. No, it's probably not gonna
1: help it. <laughs> it's it's surrounded by
2: uh, other phrases from Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't have that VG- VHS like queued up to the. Uh, For Sam and high, high
0: part, yeah, of course. Who didn't? Bad songwriter. <laughs> I'm,
2: <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean or
1: anything. I'm
0: I'm 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 an okay songwriter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah probably better than you right counter just write like like 170 I, I trans bangers? tunes bangers you better than okay you're better than an okay I'm better than okay I write bangers you're like darn decent darn decent yeah, he's I'm decent. a he's darn
2: decent exactly. songwriter I like that I'll take decent.
0: that <laughs> <laughs> so this actually goes back, goes to the next point. this is kind of what the theme of, of this podcast is kind of about is like building relationships in uh in the music industry and uh, you are somebody who's really uh good at doing that because you thank you no you suck at doing that right <laughs> uh uh sean is uh is you're pretty good at doing that what what i've seen is like just your, your ability to kind of like go into any situation and especially like like talk to people that you've never met or that you don't really have anything in common with and just figure out a way to make that interaction not awkward like when i first got to ja- when chelsea and i first got to uh, to jacksonville the day we moved in, we walked into the perfect rack jam when you were part of the house band and we were just sitting down and you just walk up and you're like, Hey man, uh, you want to jam? And I was like, well, first off, I can't believe that the house guy is talking to me right now. That would never like that never happens. Right. And so I was like, okay, yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. And then, uh, just, just the level of like, of you're, just, you're very disarming as, as a as a as a person to like kind of hang around and i've hung out with you we've camped together at festivals and we've hung out and done the whole thing and i see you like that pretty much with anybody so like what is your experience with i'm sure you have your people you don't get along with and you've, you've kind of burnt i'm sure you've burnt bridges over the years but like as, as we Definitely. all have but like what's <laughs> what's your experience of like build, like how far like how, what how what's the importance of building relationships in this industry and what does that mean just for somebody who's trying to build their career
2: well, I mean, like, in this career, like, networking is everything, man, because you could be the baddest, like, the baddest guitar player, the baddest drummer, but ever, there's so many bad motherfuckers out there right now, like, just being bad as shit on your instrument isn't enough, like, you have to build, like, I mean, it's like you gotta be a car salesman, you gotta sell yourself. Right. And, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's never lost on me that, like, I have a pretty, you know, like, it's, I have a pretty good, easy going life, like, I don't have a very stressful life at all, so it makes it easier for me to interact with people in a very just personal way, like, just talk to him how I'd want to be talking to you. I mean, especially like, you know, with like the, um, like with jams and stuff, like the way we do like more so like the Perfect Drag Jam and like the Monday Night Jam. You know, i coming up when I was younger going to like some funk jams where it was kind of like elitist and it's like, you know, if you didn't get asked, it wasn't even like a thing for you to want to get up there and exactly. play. Exactly. And, you know, just being like around that and kind of seeing like, you know, me, when uh, Jeremy and I were doing that jam at uh, Perfect Drag, we just didn't want to have that, you know, we wanted to avoid that kind of uh, that vibe. You know we want to be welcome because, like, I mean, as you saw, there, the more welcoming the vibe is, usually the better the jams are. Anyways, totally. I mean, every now and then you get everybody, you welcome everybody, you get some people out there that don't know how to listen or the most basic of like jam etiquette. Right. But, like you know, Billy,
0: like Billy would be one of those people that comes up and just. I
1: would be one of those people and have been.
0: Yeah, you have been. I've seen it. Keep going. No, nah, but you did good at that. Uh, the funk yeah, jam after have y'all to
1: played it. Him, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a little rude. But, you know, it's hard for like I mean, you know, it's I I noticed like you know. Maybe not be for you, like on yours with your relationship because y'all both are in the industry. But, like, you know, some of my past relationships have been strained from where it seems like you're going out and party, like you're going out and after, like, after a gig or like at a show or hanging out late night at a festival. Like, you know, just that one conversation might be a game changer of like, you know, for anything, you know, you meet sure that one person had that one conversation, you know, you never know, but like you if you go out there's a good chance you won't have those conversations but there's 100% chance you're not going to have that conversation exactly. sitting at home in your house exactly um <clears throat> so I mean that's you know just being out there and putting yourself out there is like the first step and then like at the same joints, you know, like if you get that opportunity to have a conversation then like the purple person walks away from me like that like I was kind of a dick like right and, yeah now you 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 know were, did more detrimental damage than you did like help yourself so right I don't know, it's just in like I've been like I said being on the metal side of it and being on the jam side And it's funny how many similarities there are just like Mask behind like black eyeliner makeup and like metal shirts, and then like hippies and like fucking, like fucking, you know, you, there's fake people on both sides, but um, sure, yeah, it's just, you know, there's tons of like people out there that aren't genuine. That are, you know, you can tell as soon as you meet, you can tell there's like a level of fakeness. So, I hate like that's the worst side of it for me is like having to deal with people like that. So, I just, you know, when I meet people, it's just kind of like it's not really putting on a show, it's just kind of who I am, but it's just like I'd, I don't have a reason, I'm not trying to. You know, it's so one of the things we do a lot with the jams. Like, uh, people trying to, like, better themselves by putting people down and just always creating a competition between us. Like, that's – I don't compete with people. Somebody, you know, like, a uh, good musician in town a few quite a few years back told me, he's like, you know, the best thing he ever did for his playing was stop him comparing himself to other people. Right. So stop, like, you know, as soon as you stop, like, putting yourself against people and, like, you know, just comparing and, like, having reasons to, like, put people down or have, a, like, an angle to work for some reason. Like, you get rid of that, it's just kind of frees everything up. makes it a whole lot easier to interact with people. Yeah, definitely, people. man.
0: I mean, I think I think we've kind of all been in that scenario where where we've been that guy trying to or or just that person in general where we we try to put other people down to make ourselves feel better. Um, And I think that that's just that that is a very toxic way of thinking, because at the end of the day, we're all trying to get to a certain point. We're all trying to be better. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's the same team. You know, we're trying to all be better. And and because somebody else is, is is trying, it might not be just where you're at yet. Doesn't mean that you need to, like, judge them. Oh, for yeah. being where like they're just trying like and like we were and like i know i've been that guy where i've where where like i was definitely the worst person in the room where i've been judged by people and hated that feeling but i've also been that guy where i'm like that person sucks and has no business being here like why are they here and i have to like remind myself like this is the process of how you get better you know,
2: I mean, that's I always say, I mean, like I've seen a couple of times being the worst in the room is usually the best place to be. Yeah. If you're in the room, you at least can hold your own because that's why you're there. But like you stand to learn the most from being the worst in the room.
0: Billy, uh, what's <laughs> it Speaking like in the worst in the room? Yes. Yeah, what's it like always just being the worst keyboard player in the room? It's
1: refreshing because of how ignorant I am. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations are low. It's, it's nice. <laughs> like it's just like a waterfall of knowledge and just uh, 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 what we call it? experience. Constantly. <laughs> just being around you. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. No, because it's just like, oh, my God. I'm just learning so much all the time when I'm yeah. next to you. Well, what did
0: we talk about last week when when you or were. At
1: least I'm making him laugh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You see I him? No, emotions, he's not even. Well, he smiles all the time. But you can see a second you, row of teeth. When I'm
2: sure the novelty's on. worn off for him. I'm still enjoying it. Well,
1: yeah. It's been like, well, I've known you way longer than I've known him.
2: Yeah, True, sp- but it's normally like high fives and like walking down the hallway at Schroeder's. Yeah, that's true.
1: You don't have a lot of time to talk at Shredders. No. Well, because you're really. busy. Yeah, we're getting paid.
2: Exactly. And anyways, but
0: Billy didn't start getting paid to play music until you joined this band, right? Well,
1: uh, <laughs> I mean, I got I got paid
2: working at Schroeder's with
1: him when I was 19. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't I? Dude, that, dude? Is, is that is that? I
2: mean, you were there like after like the third or fourth year that I've been there. I think. Yeah. And that was. Ten years ago, I, mean, I
1: hated that I had to quit that job. Honestly, and I, I liked I liked everybody at that place. I, there wasn't one person I didn't like. But uh, for some
0: song ha- title, yeah, for sure. I'd never Heard working there. i never seen song title. Working there, seen <laughs>
2: yeah, working there, I'd never seen Javian show up for so many things on time. Javian so, started yeah. playing there. Yeah, or he was he there for teaching a while. there. I didn't know that. he showed up most of the time too. It was Did wild. Cover my room. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. I know that a um, uh, 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 Ricky took over my sh- my my students and everything like that, but I didn't know Javian did. Ricky Leslie is another ago. great great I was, piano I player. That was like
2: a low swing burn right there. On, man, it's <laughs> like the whole teaching thing. If you can like if you can do it long enough to build a student base, that's what's helped me like sort like live as a musician, you know, yeah, and that kind of day job, but. It's hard doing some of those kids. I
1: liked it a lot.
2: I liked teaching uh,
1: uh, a lot. Really, I did. Uh, The only reason why I couldn't do it is because it uh, uh, didn't pay well, and I got a a better job. It's not that it doesn't pay well. Sorry. It does pay well. I just got a better job, and I was like, uh, the hours don't match up, so I'm like, I'm sorry. I had to quit. And every eight-year-old girl cried.
0: Yeah. When I quit, Just like Justin Bieber. No, 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 no. Fuck with it, Sean. Let him know that that was a weird thing to say, Billy. They are, you need to know. You need to know that was a weird. Th- <laughs> eight-year-old Bro, girls were upset teaching. when Billy stopped teaching at Schroeder's.
1: <laughs> it's, it's piano teaching. That's like all it is. Eight-year-old girls is all I was teaching. I'm just
0: saying. That's that, all it was. Yeah, but it's a little weird that they How were. was that weird? Cried when you Who's left. Who's
1: making it weird?
0: Well, I'm. I'm making it weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know why you're doing that.
0: Because it makes, it's fun. Nah, it feels I'm better <laughs> like this. <laughs> there
2: you go. It feels With that, that underlying tension of,
0: oh shit, we made it weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make it weird. No, I mean eight-year-old
0: girls like Billy. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um,
1: is, right, I'm gonna get fucking slayed for
0: that one. What's up, Jen? Back Jen, to Jen, building Redman. relationships in the music community. <laughs> yeah,
1: ba- building relationships. Sorry, I derailed the conversation <laughs> but once again working on interrupting though
0: jen uh jen just joined in she's the manager over at wicked barley make sure you guys they sponsor side hustle make sure you guys go and uh support their business they're still open doing to go and and uh, curbside assistance uh <laughs> curbside assistance curbside service so uh you know uh make sure you go and support them they're an awesome brewery with great food have you
1: ever played at wicked barley sean
0: I haven't. I don't even think I've even been there.
1: What? Oh,
0: it's an awesome bro, brewery. It's I the love best it.
2: Place. I've seen some pictures. It looks like a wonderful establishment.
1: Jen, uh, Jen you need to hire uh, what? Which band that you're in?
2: Probably Ginger Beard. All right, doesn't really seem like a dirty beard pe-
1: band, And then you, you, get, you get free food, you get free beer, and everyone loves you there. Wow, it's bro! The best beer and food in the world.
0: Yes, yeah, tell them what the rider is while you're at it. I'm just <laughs> tell tell them, what, tell them what we get paid while we're at it. You kind of just hamstring
2: gin there.
1: Yeah, but like twenty dollars. You just set the market for wicked I barley. Like 20, yeah, <laughs> twenty twenty five dollars for the show or something. Yeah, $25. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I'm really sorry. yeah,
0: uh, but yeah, Jenny, definitely check out Ginger Beard Man. They're good. She friends. even said happy birthday. To yeah, me. she did say happy Thank birthday. Thank you to very
1: you. much, Jan. Um, <laughs> he just said, "I'm sorry, Anton." <laughs> 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 I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways.
0: What's up, Shane? Thanks for joining in, man. Yeah, Shane's What's a up, guy. Splattin'? Shane's uh, the bass player in Ginger Beard Man and in Melody Trucks Spin and in Dirty P. All the bands that Sean plays in, yeah. Shane plays in.
2: Yeah, so, anyways. We're called the Thunder Buddies. <laughs> Thunder Buddies. The, rhythm, the name of the rhythm section, it's Thunder Buddies.
1: He fucking crushed it at Lynch's. One. That was oh, one we last played it with, bro, that was that that such a funny
0: night.
2: Oh, my God. Shane crushed
0: it. We kept on like, we getting We're talking about That, guitars, do you, do you, I, that you, was uh, after we,
2: my little two-month break. I uh, I like to say I jumped off the wagon head first that night. That's for <laughs> sure. had the
0: mark to prove it in the next <laughs> morning. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, we, we played at Lynch's with yeah, Shane. So, Sean was there. He hadn't drank in, like, two months. Oh. And... Sean, he was drinking. He, he's, he has Rumple making going. up for last. You were there, for making up for lost time. I do. I know. I, I do remember you there. I was there. physically. I was there. Sh- yeah. So you don't remember that. <laughs> I remember some of it. No. Well, it so a good show. so first off, we got after the first set or the second set or something. Sean comes up to me. and He's like, "Bro, you guys gotta turn." Way the fuck oh, up! That's right. I was like, "Bro, do remember that. we are maxed out on the mission. He's like You're fucking maxed out. We got <laughs>
1: turn way the fuck up. That was the metal talking for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, either that, or just my horrible, like, horrible hearing. Also, oh, okay. the room
0: was fucking packed. That was one. That was a really fun show. The yeah. room was packed. And then at the so, anyways, but the, the funniest part is at the end of the night, like, like. What up, West? Uh, was oh, West tuning in? Yeah. What's up, West? How you doing, man? Thanks for tuning in. Um. So, at the end of the night, uh, uh, Sean's, like, talking to Aaron and, like, being, like, all drunk and, like, weird, (laughs) for lack of a better term, and uh, I can tell Aaron's getting, like, super uncomfortable, (laughs) and then, so, Aaron, like, walks away, and then, like, Sean walks somewhere else, and uh i go to the back to get the check from lynch's and then uh damien the uh, the manager right he's like make sure sean gets home all right man he's fucking he's going crazy <laughs> and so i walk out i say like, sean i'm gonna i'm gonna take you home i got you and i went to the bathroom i come back out and sean's gone he's just gone and i was just like i like asking every bartender I was like, Where, where's irish sean exit? at yeah irish, he did the irish goodbye uh, I was like, "Where's Sean at?" And uh... they were like, "I don't know. Where's Sean at?" And then then went to go ask Brogan, and He's Brogan's like, "Do you just fucking leave? God damn it! God fucking damn it!" And I was just like, "All right, well, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go." And then I just uh, I hit you up the next day just to make sure you were good. But I was just like, "That was fucking hilarious." Yeah, that's the, that was a good one.
1: That's the longest breakdown of any show that we have to play at. Is at lunch. Is it's this, just, it's so hard to get just out gets of it. Yeah. It's not even that. It's just like after it's like okay, everybody go outside, and then they just,
0: they just right stay in right front, in front uh, of the and infants. they fight. There's always a fight. Oh, after. Well, I was
1: gonna say there's always a fight because I like well yeah, but okay, all right, yeah, so yeah, pretty much there's always, there's always, a,
0: always
2: fight. a fight. <laughs> yeah. Or at least it gets pretty close.
1: I like I I, I like playing there though. It's, it's it's changed a lot over the years. You didn't play there when it was just like you could smoke all the time and there was no, dog I wasn't bills hanging yet. around. It was it was a a different place. I will say yeah,
2: back before they. Redid the whole outside, and there was still yeah. like the upstairs tables. Like by the stage, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird. I always, always something different. went down. The winches. every time we play, there's something happens.
1: I always wanted to play there. I was like so. I
2: was like so happy that we finally got to play there because I'm like, I want to play at Lynch's. I want to play at Lynch's. Yeah. Yeah, I finally got to. I'm Even so the worst nights are I a damn it. party there. <laughs> what? <were you laughs> I said. Even the worst nights at Lynch's, it's still a party. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Exactly. I think the first time we got to play was on a Wednesday night. People were going nuts.
0: Yeah. Wh- yeah. Well, no, it was Tuesday. we were filming for the Honeyhounds, another great band you should check out. The Honeyhounds, <laughs> another Jacksonville band. They're fucking. They're They're doing it right. Those Those boys are doing it right. Marketing, the promo, all that stuff is on point. The touring, the the shows they're doing, the people they're they're linking up with, those guys are doing it right. Check out the Honey Hounds; they're 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 awesome. And Nico and Chris Anderson and the whole Real Time Management's doing great things for those guys. Um, yeah. So, anyways, the whole so again, like building relationships in this industry, it's like there's been there's like so we we played Halloween a couple years ago. We were camping with you guys. That was the one thing that I regret about about that uh, about that festival is that like I didn't do enough of that. There were so many like, like there was like the late night after parties. I just, I couldn't like hang and like keep up and just like stay up all night to go and do those. And like so many networking opportunities. I just like some of the jams that I knew were going on, but I just, I just was, I just, I couldn't, I was so tired. I just couldn't hang. And it's like, that's, that's part of like the, the issue in this industry is like, you got to kind of do what you got to do to hang so you can make those connections sometimes. And uh, whatever that might be to sacrifice. Like for instance, like, okay, if you don't party and you do things like that, maybe you gotta just chill at your campsite. If you're a musician and you've played the festival or you're trying to play the festival, maybe you just kill it, chill at your campsite all day and sleep all day so you can do the, the stuff at night. Work the night shift. Work the night shift basically and make those connections. Or if you if you party and you like to hang, then you, gotta, then you gotta really know how to party and keep the party going so you can get to the after parties and figure out like who you got to talk to and just, you know, you got, you got to be you, but at the same time, you also kind of have to be like the coolest version of you. You got to sell it. Yeah. you gotta Sell it. Like part like David Stringer, he's watching and he's, uh, David Stringer, and Michelle Stringer run seven, six, eight, uh, productions. And they have helped us a lot with the management and just like the whole business plan in general with side hustle. And they've been great assets. But something he told me recently is like being a CEO of a company is like, three percent uh what was it david it was like three percent uh like running the company and then 97 percent just being a salesman and like as as an artist whether you're an actor whether you're, you're a musician or whether you are you know uh just like a uh you know you're painting or whatever it might be you are the ceo of your own brand so like your entire thing is to make sure that you are out there selling yourself, being the best version of yourself possible, because at the end of the day, you could be great, but if you don't know how to talk to people, you're not getting the gig. And I've played with plenty, like I played with plenty of great musicians over the years and have just not dug their personality. Like they maybe they gave me the cold shoulder. Maybe they were just like, or they were just assholes in general. And it's okay. Well, you're not like, I'm not going to hire you again. You were great, but it's like, I will work with somebody who's, who's like, who's good, but maybe not as good or capable just because they're easier to deal with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's that's such an important part to, of like being a musician that you can't forget about. Like you have to be cool. Who do you,
1: who do you think is like the most famous person that is the biggest dick? Like that uh, is not, you can't, like, I was just saying like, you know, like your ratio of like being nice versus how famous you are. Yeah. I'm going to say James Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, to back
0: Do you have anything to back? Do you to back that up, or is it just speculation? Oh well, he, yes, I'm three percent. Sorry, three percent decision making, ninety-seven percent marketing and sales internally and externally. There's just so, so many,
1: there's just so many. stories of how like just like super, uh, not even OCD, like Oc- OCD for sure, but just not a very personal guy. And, yeah. Uh, uh, to the point where he's that 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 chase that he did in Atlanta in that pickup truck <laughs> with a shot-up shotgun. That shit, like uh, just, I don't think you want to hang out with that. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, but well, could you imagine
2: being James Brown? You're, always gonna, always you're probably s- going to do some stuff like that just because everything else is. You've done everything else, man.
1: I've always said uh, about James Brown. All right, uh, uh, Brown is the second most popular last name in America. James is the most popular name for a man in America, <laughs> so he's the most famous James Brown ever. So you have to be that's that famous to be the most famous. It's a lot of Brown. pressure. It's a lot of pressure. That is.
0: That's the interesting, uh, interesting analogy. Anyway. Or, or do you guys, a, Do you have a, a, a take on that? Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. For sure. I think that uh, uh, you kind of have to stories, play I mean. the. I think you have to first off that was a different time right we're like we're like artists weren't so like so rampant and like your entire thing like at that time like artists did like the perception was like you probably had some kind of a weird personality and back then it was like the only way to to make it in the industry was through other people like you had la- you had to get hooked up with a label and management and booking and then they they developed your your brand they did the whole thing for you. It was already assumed that you were going to kind of be difficult to work with right nowadays, because it's so DIY for most of us, we have to kind of assume the position of, of the representation that would have happened back then. So it's like the labels pro- provide representation because you let like the art, you don't, first off, the artist should only be focused on, on the art, right? Number one, number two, we don't want the artists dealing with people because they suck. Typically speaking, the artist sucks. The artist sucks. (laughs) Right. So, so nowadays, because, and don't get me wrong, that, that dynamic still exists in like LA and New York and Nashville. There's still a lot of that, 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 that big corporate thing that goes on. But for the rest of us in in the periphery, like, like on, on the sideline, cities kind of, we have to kind of take on a different approach. We're playing all those roles and wearing all those hats. You got to be your own agent. You got to be your own agent. You got to be on, your own manager. You got to be your own label. You have to be your own accountant. You have to be th- you have to be the whole thing, and then you have to, you have to represent yourself in a way like like knowing. How we are as people. Like, I know that I can be very shifty and moody and can be, like... You have one uh, monotone voice Yeah, what I know. Are you talking about? So, if anybody's moody, it's me. Yeah, you're definitely I'm, moody. I'm hard to get along with. It's, yeah, we all can be hard to get along with. Yes, are you, what are we doing right now? What <laughs> no, are we doing? I'm, what are you doing later? What, no, no, what... <laughs> hey! I can't, I can't deal with this guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, you were going, deal, it was good. Though, you're yeah. Rolling. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying! So... Um, We have to wear all of those kind of hats. So we've had to kind of suppress some of our of naturally who we are. Like if I could be who I wanted to be all the time, if I had representation that could just like take all the shit that I want to say and then dumb that down into a way that's like like humane, then uh, it would be a lot easier for me to, to just be an artist but we don't have that luxury anymore. So I will say that James Brown's deal was what it was with the ex- expectation that he was gonna be that way. You have to understand that, look at the blues artists like through the, through the 40s and 50s, like, like they, were, they were basically like thugs, but, but the industry heard a sound and saw that they could promote an image, right? And they, and they kept, the, they kept the, uh, the personality under wraps through representation. Right. We don't have that luxury today. So we have to learn how to how to not be fucking crazy bipolar artists like we are. And uh, and
1: Wait, why is it that hard to be that crazy or to, to not be crazy? though?
0: Um, I don't know. I think when, when when you're when when your brain works in the way to like constantly think of like new ways to do things or like to. Uh, uh, I think that takes a lot of a lot of emotional kind of unbalance. To feel one way and then and understand what that feels like, and to feel like this way and understand what that feels like, and to be able to express that through something externally, you know what I mean? It, like, it it takes like a certain kind of, of of person to 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 be an artist. I think. Do I you, know. do Absolutely.
1: Do you think that, like the crazier you are, the better
2: you're gonna be at music or
0: art?
2: Mm. I don't think it make, makes you better. It makes you uh, more original. it Gives you a more interesting voice. Like
1: uh uh uh, uh I was sorry. Like David Bowie, for example.
2: Yeah, he's probably the most,
1: he's, he's out there, David Bowie, but, uh, uh
0: yeah, he was out there. He's probably he super bipolar, there. too. I was just saying, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you.
1: He seems like one of the nicest guys ever. Rest in peace, David Bowie. Because he had a
0: really good publicist that managed his image, that's I what mean, I'm he saying. He might Boy. have been a
2: dick, though. You never know. I he was know. definitely
0: a dick, right? You have, like,
2: like, there's no all way. There's no I talk about in love and all this song. This yeah,
0: <laughs> I know, that's, that's it. Look at John Lennon, right? John Lennon, Ooh. this prolific songwriter, okay, that, but, like, But like beat his wife. Right. And would like and and would and and had this air of 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 I don't know, like I'm better than everybody. The Beatles are bigger than Jesus and this kind of thing, which is like, you know, I like what he was saying in context in the way that he meant it was correct. Right. But like it's just it's just that kind of like arrogance of like, you know, what I'm doing here is super important. And I'm the only one that can, that can do this. Like as an artist, you have to be a little bit narcissistic to believe that what you hear in your head and that what, what you, what you can create in your mind is, is worth the, is worth the work to make everybody hear it. And that they're going to want to hear it like imagine, mad, like think about that for a second, like, like, like how, how into yourself do you have to be to believe that, that what you can create is good enough that everybody just wants to buy it. And to believe that. So
1: do you- that's why you think that I'm better at <laughs> music than you.
2: Because
0: no. <laughs> all you
1: do is keep complaining about how I need to tone my personality down. Yeah, well, there's but a balance, and right? And don't never tone don't, don't ever tone it down. Don't ever tone it down. See? I got one person on my side. but uh,
0: Mediator, remember? He doesn't mediator. have to deal with you on a regular basis. This is it's true. What so what
1: you d- would you like to be my agent? I got to live in a fucking van agent? with this guy. I'll give you, I'll give you 10%. <laughs> we'll make him <a> fucking <laughs> dead, bro. Uh.
2: But I think there's a fine line, though, between, like, you know, because if you're not genuine about your music, how are you gonna sell it to anybody else? Sure, so but that fine line between being genuine and like loving no matter what it is, loving what you do, but like not being too overly cocky about it.
0: Sure, um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, but then also, unless you're one of the fucking Beatles, then. But but then also, like like compare what happened. Video went out. Uh oh, is the audio still going? Oh, okay, audio still going. Sorry guys, we're fixing the video right now. Also compare the uh the compare that with everybody around you telling you that what you're doing is the best thing ever, right? You have your agents, you have your labels, you have your managers telling you that what you're doing is the best. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Great idea. Like what you can do, no wrong. Your publicist is telling you, you did a great job on this. You're doing like, everyone around you is telling you that what you're doing is like the best thing ever. So couple that with the already, uh, the inherent narcissism that comes with being an artist. Um, and it just, it makes for like a, like just that kind of a recipe of being a huge dick, David Bowie, maybe didn't start off as a dick and probably believed whatever philosophy he was preaching, but there's a business side of it as well, where at the end of the day, he was the guy making the final call in everything that he was doing. So you're not a passive, like just love rules, everything kind of person. When you're in that, when, when, when millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars are invested into your brand and you're calling all the shots. You're not just a, like a passive, just yeah, what a lo- love, man. That's not who you are. You don't think it. You don't think it's genuine. It's. It's <sighs> not. Th- I believe that he believes it. I don't believe that he can actually uh, put that into practice in the business th- th- through the frame of business. You need a guy. <laughs> no, he's you need got an a, agent. Yeah, but like, but again, like the agents work for you, management works for That's you, labels work for you, That's right? So you're still making the final calls. So like, he can preach his his brand to the people, and maybe he really believes it, but he he also knows that he has to exist within, within a certain. Uh, a realm where those principles might fall th- to the wayside lo- uh, a little bit, and he has to be able to be that guy, to be that dick. If your band guy shows up, if if if, if one of your guys in the band shows up, y- like your bass player shows up okay. three hours late to a rehearsal, or wants to be strung up on heroin and not show up to the gig, he's got to be that guy. Be like, listen, man, fuck you, get out. Because your manager's not firing that guy. David Bowie's firing that guy. I was
1: thinking, I was thinking of a b- bigger dick than David Bowie, or James Brown, would be Jim Morrison, hands down.
0: Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Like not even close. Yeah, <laughs> that,
1: legends. Yeah,
0: stories. that that guy was something else, man. If you ever watch like the like, I know we, like we were talking about bio. We didn't like really get to talk about the, but the, the the biopics last week. Oh, the music but, biopics. But if you but if you watch that, to it's to like it? it's like there's no way that that you could that the, he, that guy could have lived any longer than Are what he did.
1: About the, the the doors? Of yeah, the Batman as Jim Morrison. Yeah, Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't great, but I'm just saying if if his if his life was that extreme, there's no way he w- he could have lived any longer. Same thing oh, with yeah. Hendrix well, yeah, and he's Janis Joplin. He's out. Those people were fucking well, I wild. Know, I don't know
1: a lot about Janis Joplin, but um, who? Yeah, who do you think is the biggest dick in music right now, or of all time?
2: I don't know. that's a tough one. I've got I named the top three right there. <laughs> I'm like those are pretty uh, pretty accurate. I know you can go on YouTube and look up a bunch of uh, videos of Buddy Rich chewing his band out, and it's pretty. Rough. Everybody Who has d- bad day. Yeah, buddy Rich, uh, yeah. I don't think it's so much of a bad day as just how he treated his band.
0: Who do you guys think was the biggest asshole out there in the music world, just based off what you've heard? Or I mean I it's hard for me to say because like I don't know any like I don't know people. Like, say
1: Anton if it's Anton.
0: Uh it, it could be me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Anton's a really nice guy, actually. Kanye?
0: Yeah, Kanye's probably Oh, buddy. I
1: Kanye, was thinking about that yeah. too. Yeah, that was the other one that I had on my mind, but I was just like, he's just yeah, he is. He's like he's probably the craziest musician going on right now.
0: Kanye is probably but up there. One of the biggest. Have
1: you seen – don't. Don't even give me that judgy look right now. Have you seen his, his – You've never heard a
0: Tupac song in your life. How am I supposed to judge your opinion on <laughs> hip-hop? Right now. I know the irony of this is What are you insane. talking about? I think you heard Biggie for the first time like two weeks ago. I don't even start with me and
1: uh, telling me and judging another musician. You just – went on a whole tirade well no i I would argue i mean
0: your musician status your musicianship status is probably slightly in question right okay anyways
1: (laughs) have you seen have you seen kanye west i can't even need the like the sunday service thing that they do uh, uh, he's gone on tour with it. It's the most. It's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. I've heard.
2: I've actually heard things. It's good things
1: about it. He's got like a 100-person like 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 choir yeah. uh, and like a huge band that he does with. And it's literally just like a, a worship service. But it's like the most amazing I've worship heard. gospel service you've ever seen. Yeah. It, the, the coolest thing that he has, he's got a light just kind of like this that's looking down. And it's like just clear white. It's so weird. And then he has all these flowers around him all the time. And then instead of uh, it being on a stage, everybody stands around him which you know that might say a little bit about him like being <laughs> a, a, <laughs> a narcissist an, I don't, whatever I don't care yeah. it was amazing to see it yeah. my favorite part about the whole thing is is it's maybe like I don't know an hour and a half two hours long but the white light that's all that it is. it's just that white light shutting down and it just so the whole thing to the whole thing that's it and then it's uh, it turns to like dark blue the whole time at, 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 like just slowly over time I don't know Some about it I was just like this is amazing
0: Rochelle, Rochelle, has love that. Rochelle, did you yeah, say Kanye <laughs> is underrated?
2: I think so. Underrated?
0: You think Kanye is underrated?
2: Well I'm not really into the dude's music, I haven't looked into it all, but like from what I've heard and understand, like I expect I hear they're supposed to be a decent amount like, of musician, but
0: I mean look, the guy
2: the guy's a his producer. Pers- his personality fucking does wonders to-
1: He's the weirdest person. Uh, you're right. Yeah. That's the that's the weirdest musician alive. That's the problem.
0: Hey Billy, the comments aren't <laughs> coming through on here like they're coming through on here. Can you? Can we? Uh, is there a way to like like to 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 fix it on?
1: Yeah, I can try it. Why, why don't you talk talk amongst yourselves? Yeah, we'll talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine Kanye being underrated. I think that he gets way too <laughs> much props for his ego. If he was a little bit more humble, I'd say that that I I might agree with you. But hey, Danielle Moore, what's up? From, uh, uh, how do you what out in St. <laughs> Thanks underrated,
1: for overrated, underrated. <laughs> Obviously, he's a giant tech and everybody <laughs> fucking hates him. So, just proving his point more.
2: Yeah, Wes, I, I would that. agree
0: with you. I think he's a bit overrated for sure.
2: <sighs> him getting up there, whatever those MTV movie awards, and he took the mic from Taylor Swift and oh, say that, oh that was bad. What was it? Beyonce <laughs> should have won, but like, yeah, saying Moby doesn't know anything about art and the dude plays like 20 instruments, you know. Bro. Like, that's, it's. But again, that was probably a publicity stunt more than anything else. Oh, I'm sure it was the think guy. Was no,
0: plan? there's no arguing. It was an inside job. The, 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 there, there is. There's no Some arguing. Some level of premeditation.
1: Fruity says Kanye is just rated. He's <laughs> just, <it's> just rated. He's <laughs> yeah. a rated <laughs> oh, uh, the,
0: oh, no. There's no arguing. The guy's a. Like, he's brilliant, uh, and he's a, he's a good producer too. But I don't think He's right, on about any kind. of I don't think he's. We're what losing video that, again. Yeah. God damn it! That sucks. To figure something out about that. Um, I don't understand. I just don't get like the the hype behind like he he's a good producer but there's a lot of great producers out there that get a lot of good recognition or th- that don't get enough I don't of stick get out where it, to be crazy like yeah David but Bowie. that's but that's what makes him stick out though right it's his crazy like as you it's not his his ability as a producer oh, he's a got good got producer he got some good tracks yeah he's got a lot of tracks <laughs> he's helped out a lot of people with his pr- production stuff but like he's not like better than than like I don't know like uh, like Timbaland or something in that industry it's just that like He's he's crazier. He's a personality that get the, that sells shit better. A personality for sure. Yeah.
1: I I I li- I like the guy.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you do. I like I like <laughs> pop stars. I like pop stars. Yeah. I like
1: that they're creative and they stick out and everything. And they're just it's like the whole image of them and everything. I like Jim Morrison. I love Jim Morrison when I was a kid and everything. And
2: see, we don't really have like rock stars anymore. No, Ooh, that 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 name was gone.
1: Man, it that like it's like Greta. I'm sorry, not Greta. Oh, <laughs> sacred,
0: I'm all you got uh, uh,
1: uh, Damn it What's the guy From the Foo Fighters Dave Grohl You got yeah. Grohl And that's it
0: He's pretty much Yeah That's it I can't think of But any he's from other The old school though He's just he, He's just lingering From the 90s Basically I mean th- he's still A rock star But what I'm saying Is like Yeah you and Courtney Love Would agree with he, that Yeah <laughs> 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 All I'm saying Is that like He's not a new artist That came up today What are you
1: talking about
0: David Grohl David David Grohl, David David, David, David Grohl. Grohl yes. David Grohl. <laughs> David Grohl, how I think it's pronounced. It's Swedish. How <laughs> Dave Grohl didn't come up today, though, right? Like uh, we're talking about like like new stuff all the time. Imagine a band like Led Zeppelin, right? And you knew, you knew you? every person in that band. That dynamic doesn't exist today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he's right. He's,
1: uh, there's no rock stars anymore. I can't think of one. I mean, it's Kanye West. It. It's Kanye West, and that's <laughs> it. He's our
0: new rock star. Just bow down. That is it. Like The rappers have
2: become the rock stars. I think like, so. the per, like the over-the-top personalities. That makes sense to me.
1: I'm fine with that. But
0: well, their entire brand is themselves. They're, they're not a band. Tell, you know, me, a whole tell thing. me
2: that wasn't
1: Jim Morrison, though, or David Bowie. or like, Yeah, and Led Zeppelin. Like, Led, okay, don't get me wrong. Led Zeppelin is amazing, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, Robert Plant.
2: I don't know, Andy Frasco's kind of like
0: a rock star in that. Andy that Frasco is, it. and if, is. if he, can, he's... In the educate d- yourself. Educate uh, yourself, yeah. Educate yourself.
1: What, what band's he in? Andy, Andy Frasco the in UN. the
0: UN. He doesn't know anything about music, Sean, it's I don't. Okay. If it's if it's not he listens to Deep German House and K-pop. So the podcast was
2: more of like an indirect intervention on Billy's lack of musical culture?
0: That's really what it is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He doesn't know anything. I'm just
1: begging to be helped
0: yeah (laughs) that's that's me (laughs) i don't know who that is sorry they they're awesome they're really good but andy frasco yeah he is like that if he can if he could get himself to the pop level he would be the next rock star probably marcus king maybe too somebody said uh somebody said that marcus king was has added himself based not not himself like they they added marcus king to to the list of kings you have uh albert Freddie, and bb i don't know that i would say that i love i love Marcus King and they're I don't think his playing is awesome. Name, but, <laughs> but Is that what uh, they're trying to go for? Well no, there's there's <laughs> well, a that s- would be the list of kings of oh, okay. the, the, there there's like a, there's like a saying o- amongst like amongst blues players, and it's like if you ever run out of inspiration or you just don't know like where to go, always go back to the three kings. Albert, Freddie, and BB. Right? And so I don't know that I would put Marcus King at that level of, of of icon.
1: Yeah, there's only three you can only have three kings. Well you can have more <laughs> maybe,
0: but like they have to have they have to have like 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 sculpted some part of that genre and what Marcus King is he's Marcus King is amazing. He's just starting out. It, yeah, but I mean he's on the like, kind of like what Fred was saying about Derek Trucks. I mean those guys are rock
2: stars in the sense of like their ability and how well they can play and like and yeah Derek on shows. Trucks is a rock star. But about. it's not. But between Derek and Marcus, like they don't have the personality like the over the top like
0: right you know, throwing shit out of a hotel where's window. The, where's Steven right. Tyler? You know what I mean? Right. Where, where's the modern? Well, maybe Justin Bieber.
1: Where's Eddie Van a-
0: but again, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, right Well, now? maybe Justin Are Bieber. The thing with Justin Bieber is that he's like a hip hop artist in the sense where, like, he is his brand, right? So we're like, if, if we're talking about a band coming up right now, yeah, like, it, can you name one per or can you name I don't know, one person in Queens of the Stone Age? Uh, yeah, the, John, Bond, yeah, okay, the singer. The yeah, Bond exactly. Guy, yeah, but, uh,
2: and John <laughs> Theodore is the drummer.
0: But didn't Dave Grohl do some stuff with them too?
2: He did one album. Their uh, their main drummer is the uh, original drummer from Mars Volta. David Grohl. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. That's yeah, another, like John Theodore the Mars band. Volta. Mars Volta. Yeah, they're awesome. You uh, do you know yeah. who that is? No, you don't. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> 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 How's <laughs> it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brother just joined in. Dylan, what's up, bro? Thanks for joining. Uh, Televators was a was a great song. I used to like just take ass and listen to that over and over again. That was like my shit back in high school. Yeah. Um, D-lapse
2: and the Comatorium and mushrooms was a big part of my uh, coming up.
0: Hell yeah! I don't know what's going on with fucking Camry. We just spent a bunch of money on it. It's fucked up. Get what you
2: pay for, I guess.
0: Is that that another one of your wish purchases? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Jimmy. I know. Thanks for (laughs) joining us, though, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) I Appreciate it, man. I don't understand. By the way, I'm working on your tune. I'm gonna do a video for it next week. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on all the lyrics and everything. But yeah.
1: Uh, A lot of dust. A lot of wind.
0: I deserve that. <laughs> I deserve that. No,
1: it's all right. You always go back in time and change the lyrics to a song. Oh, you can't do that, can you? <laughs> as soon as it's recorded, that's just uh, it is, right? You know it's a recording updated version.
2: I don't think that's, that has
1: that ever been done in the history of music. Listen to I'm me. I'm pretty sure it has. They're going to change the lyrics of a song? You can't do that. They I do can, it. I'm
2: willing to bet you somewhere out there was a song recorded that was so bad. At some point, they were like, fuck that. We got to redo it. And it's redone. You know,
1: okay, so you like Star Wars, right? Yeah, sure. Huge fan, right? I've yeah. never seen it He doesn't know what it is but I've seen Star Wars But he's you know be when they like lying update lying it you right when, you, when, you, when you update it I'm Star a big fan when of When Star Wars though You kind of interrupted me there But yeah. when you update Star Wars They put all this new CGI stuff And all that crap like yeah. that That's never been done I gotta before. get a drink So you guys can talk. Anyone imagine, else need a drink while I'm gone? Imagine yeah like like I'll take one s- Paul McCartney He's like in his 70s right now uh, Yeah of course I need a drink Uh Uh, um, uh I think I got enough whiskey. You can use the rest of that scotch, though. Uh, 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 imagine, though, like, Paul McCartney going back and being, like, going to Strawberry Field. No, sorry. That's not what he did. But uh, <laughs> I go to – I'm sorry to think – go to yesterday, right? And he's like, yeah, I want to rewrite a verse. You can't do that.
2: Well, yesterday didn't suck, though. You, you don't, don't need to rewrite
1: Star Wars didn't suck, either. That's what I'm trying to get at you. Well, I'm just saying – But that they didn't think- redo
2: Star Wars. They kept going. It's, that's all the natural progression of the story. Right. They just used – a little too much. See, I don't really care about Star Wars that much, so I don't know. I was, they were like, awesome T's round, right, I was, just, uh. I was just making like, do you know about Star Wars and do you know?
1: About, I know like, enough how, to know that most people
2: don't like the prequels.
1: Well, T's round also. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, 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 do you but think?
2: Do you think Paul McCartney is the real Paul McCartney? Or do you think it's he do you died?
1: Think it's a conspiracy. Yeah. I can't really hear this. Uh, so Anton thinks it's like you not the same like one. I we were
2: West and I were talking about this last night. It
1: is a little weird. Uh, if you know the details of it, he did grow four inches when he was 23.
2: And he's a lot better musician now, apparently. But
1: how are you gonna find somebody? First off, I've thought about this before there several you know. times. What is this? Looks like mud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, how do you? How are you supposed to find one? A guy that looks just like Paul McCartney. Two, and teach him how to sing just like him. And then three. He's also got to be left-handed.
2: First of all, first guy. of all, there's over, there's almost seven billion people on the planet. Of course, there's going to be. He's got to be British. There's so many that looks exactly like you. There's so many that looks exact like me.
1: Yeah, man. Have you ever uh, you ever seen that Sharon before?
2: <laughs> oh, no. I'm
1: sorry. Um, Ryan Gosling. Is I that said. a ginger joke? Huh? Yeah, I'm ginger too. Hey, cheers to being ginger. i <laughs> will drink to that. <laughs> Do you? I have a good question. Good ginger question. Do you have to uh, put sunscreen in your car when you drive? I
2: generally keep some in my car. I
1: have to keep it in my car too, because I'll fucking my fucking arm and my like if we wear
2: shorts and it, it, my my knee will get burned. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't mind my driving tans. I'm
1: really really pale. That's true.
2: I t- I tend to get a lot of sunlight, but it doesn't really. D- I have just various shades of red.
1: That's what I do. I tell. I try to tell people, are you Irish or Scottish? Irish. You're Irish. Yeah, I'm Irish yeah. too. Uh, it doesn't really matter. You're palest people in the world, but. Uh, uh I always tell people I'm like, Yeah, I don't get tan, I get more pink. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I can't get tan.
2: Yeah, I uh, I have a very uh, special relationship with Sunblock.
1: Yeah, I have to I'm trying it. to get a
2: copper tone endorsement. <laughs> <I got it.
1: laughs> how funny would it be to get <laughs> sponsored Dude. by a suntan? <laughs>
2: Not only would it be hilarious <laughs> I always need sunblock. And how funny would that be? Like for
1: the ginger beer man, you totally should get fucking telling you. you should get sponsored funny for that? copper tone. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> Anyways, wait, this is something that doesn't involve you since you're Cuban, et cetera, et
0: cetera. <laughs> 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 Billy was the one that didn't want to make the racist jokes today does that but have to do it I with mean, race. You're just, just from just, a different country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so real quick guys, while we have some more viewers here, I just wanna plug next Sunday. We're doing a fundraiser for our slash documentary and we're gonna we have different tiers lined up for uh commitments and all that good stuff um we're just trying to get this finished we're really proud of all the music that we've been working on we want to get it out to you guys so um check out the event page and uh and uh yeah i mean check out actually you know what i'm pretty sure
1: that's j- silence. we just
0: we just yeah we did we did what? So somebody, so if you try the event page, you'll see the different tiers, and somebody just committed at the five hundred dollar. Wait, what do you say? Nice five hundred dollar tier.
1: Someone gave us five hundred dollars for our music. Yeah, that's we've, awesome. Everybody, we made it. <laughs> somebody, Don't need to come to our shows anymore.
2: I had an anonymous donor wait till about midway through the show to do that for you guys. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean, thank you so
1: much. <laughs> Last minute five. You are here, Fred. Donor. You're here with
0: us, Fred. That's uh, that's pretty, that's pretty badass. Any, uh, any take anyway. a shot of tequila for me, Fred. Hey, Fred. Um, yeah, but check out the event page on our on our side hustle uh, page, and uh, you'll see like the tiers that we're doing for uh, for for like the different level, levels of commitment, and all that all that stuff. Uh, we're just trying to finish recording our next album with a documentary, uh, and I don't know. It's I think it's gonna be super interesting. I don't yeah, know. We're you really have you heard t- the documentary yet? I don't even have a name for the album yet. Come on, you know what the name of the documentary has to be.
1: Uh, uh, finding, what is it? Finding Dust, in Dust in the wind.
2: Wind
0: Come on. That'll be the title of this. You episode. know what? You gotta
2: <laughs> call it side dustle.
0: Side, side dustle. You gotta hear it in context, <laughs> man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, your songs are bad. <laughs> what well, <all> songs? <laughs> at least my songs have words to them. What are your songs? I have just a bunch of fucking need four need on words, the floor n-s- 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 n- and I wrong notes, right? Because you play a lot s- of those. I'll steal lyrics from <laughs> other people's songs. Just saying. <laughs> um, what were you guys talking about before? Uh, sunblock. <laughs> <laughs> sunblock and conspiracy <Real> theories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, important exactly.
2: issues. If, if
1: Paul McCartney. Yeah, well, that's we didn't really come to the conclusion. Do you think that it's a fake?
2: <laughs> I like conspiracy theories. I, I like wouldn't be surprised.
1: Theories. Did you watch, have you seen on Netflix? They have a new show. Just it's just called Conspiracy, and every episode is a new conspiracy that I already know everything about. It's <laughs> not. It's not
0: a new show. Huh? Conspiracy? It's, it's I've not. I've seen it. Haven't show. watched it. He's
2: great at parties. Lost your? Uh, oh, camera again.
1: Man, I, I swear bro. to God. I that's don't what do. happens when you order off a wish. I didn't know over- you wow. had to get it wish. off of Alibaba. What's going wish. on with that
0: camera, bro? I don't
1: know, man. I think I think maybe I just didn't get the settings right to keep it on all the time.
0: Okay, well, sorry for the for the uh, uh, for the technical difficulties, guys. Uh, Billy's the, the the AT or right AT don't hurt IT? IT guy AV AV guy, whatever <laughs> it means. That's, okay. uh, that's why I don't run the AV stuff, and uh, he's uh fired after today uh, so yeah, i'm fired I'm Just sit here and talk about myself next episode i'm not uh, let's see, <laughs> this is that'll five. be real interesting I'm, I'm, just saying. Bat,
1: I'm batting over 500 bud, on this fucking podcast so uh <laughs> i think i get to keep my job for yeah, I feel like, like five minutes it feels like it. like
2: self-appointed stats over here yeah, I, yeah. Got <laughs> stats, I got stats I got you stats, got stats bro I got stats.
0: all right um <laughs> yeah so um anyways uh, I'm I'm into conspiracy theories also. I'm a big conspiracy theories guy. I don't know that I buy into all them, but I think they're all super interesting. Uh, I was joking about the Paul McCartney one. I don't actually believe that one, you but do there or are you don't? I don't. But you there don't? are some interesting points that are being made that are that, that are made about it. Though, you know what I mean? Did you, did you like, say something that I haven't said already about it? No. I mean, it's
1: just those three things. Like, you can't find that. You can't find that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. It's Paul McCartney,
0: left-handed bass player. that just that knows Ron how to Leather sing. Liverpool, can't, can't sing. How hard? If you ever well, broke I haven't.
2: you broken your hand? Your right hand had to learn how to do everything with your left hand. It's not hard to be able to do. Sh- you're right. It is. And he's not a phenomenal he's bass on, player. I'm just saying why though.
0: Why though? And I don't buy that. That because he's like a car
2: crash. Because, no, because the Beatles are the biggest damn plant on the, band on the planet. And because all all the girls were going
0: to commit suicide, they found out that Paul McCartney died?
2: No, well, some of them would. I know I would. Somebody's losing a lot of money. That's what it is, right? You
0: know, there's also an Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory, too, about her having died. What? Yeah, oh, check well it that out. Seems like too much work than it's worth. Yeah, I know. Like not, one but but not really, really though. Not not fifteen years ago though. It wasn't right. She yeah. was one of the biggest artists. What, think about Skater Boy and all that shit. Like fifteen years ago. Great. You great know she sure. married Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Oh my god! That's I like the talk worst. about a super like a super I power thought she couple. was
1: with the dude from Good Charlotte.
0: Probably both. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, they have a polyamorous That's relationship. A, mm, no, I. Let's mean, start like, rumors right now. They are polyamorous, ladies and gentlemen, because this is going to get to Hollywood for I sure. I heard Avril Lavigne was doing Chad Groker and the
2: guy from Good Charlotte at the
0: same at time. same time. So
2: the guy
1: from Nickelback, his name is Chad on top of everything?
0: Yeah. That's Isn't that the worst? Sucks. He's a Chad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, having said that, and I really hate this, they Nickelback did a, uh, a tribute song to Dimebag Daryl. Oh, from no. Pantera,
0: actually not that bad, and yeah, I hate right? to I hate to admit it. That's fine. Look it up. If, 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 <laughs> of if, if, course, if, Shahan knows all the all the ins all the ins and outs. Why all of you guess, I'm a fucking
2: fountain of knowledge. <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> well, yeah, but Nickelback. Some
0: forty one. That's what it was. Actually, oh uh, Nic- Nickelback wasn't like a terrible band. It's just uh, that their music was so cheesy. Uh, like we can't, we can't we can't speak to their individual level uh, of musicianship, right? We can't say anything about the musicianship. Yeah. It's their band's garbage. It's, it's garbage music. It's it's, it's it's where you got cheesy music inspiration. For but they were tight lyrics. though, right? Like like they played their music well. Like you're you're not <laughs> a pop band, and and you put on a, a half-ass show. You know what I mean? Like they're tight like the, like the, like they're they're Did you go see Nickelback? No, all I I didn't. I didn't go see them. Me but why? <laughs> definitely me neither. <laughs> what I'm saying is You guys is are fucking weird. The, the, the <laughs> oh, is Trav watching? What's up, Trav? Um I like to
2: point out that whoever this Caitlin person is has known the middle name to every single person we've talked about oh, so Fruity, far. that's my best friend, Fruity. Hey, turn your camera back on.
1: God damn it. <laughs> this is this is not
2: this is not uh this
0: is not ideal this for what we're trying Billy to do It's not Billy Belly here. quality right now. It's not Billy Begley. I mean, everybody
2: well, needs a ten to fifteen minute like break from Anton's face, I'm the hair there. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, I got the fa- I got the face of the people, bro. All I'm saying is I'm 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 yeah, a good thing. The die. lizard. It's <laughs> like a melody.
2: It's just like all of them just mixed together. Is that why he looks so fucking weird?
0: <laughs> oh, that's fun.
2: <laughs> Are we just reading <laughs> comments now. I don't. Know, I like that you're being quoted on the Nickelback stuff. Yeah, I know this Nickelback is Nickelback is tight, son. You really, you really. I'm
0: just saying that they, they. I'm just saying that like they're not like as a band collectively they play. They probably played together well. If I've never seen them live, but their music is cheesy, sure. But like they're not like a bad band. What's your favorite album they not. have? I've. I don't know any of their albums. Uh, yeah. Aaron's super into Nickelback though. That's fine. Speaking of Nickelback, teach throw
1: You yeah. just like whatever you like. I'm not going to make fun of you at yeah. all for liking Nickelback at all. <laughs> we saying We Some all of like guilty
0: ch- guilty pleasures. Yeah, I do. I I used to get that a lot. I do. I did look like Chad kroger when I was younger. They for make
1: sure. they, they make fun of me because uh, uh my guilty pleasure was Coldplay I like Coldplay. That's,
0: that's pretty th- good though. That's not a bad guilty pleasure.
2: Yeah, at least it's not Nickelback. I feel point. like my guilty pleasure is Michael Jackson. <laughs> Was that That's really guilty place? You place. Hip. Yeah. You've got
1: it has got to you got to be real guilty about it. That's the whole point.
2: I don't know if I listen to anything that makes me feel guilty when I, I listen, listen to this, guy, this
1: guy's just extreme elitist. He just doesn't listen to anything. <laughs> I'm evolved. He's evolved. It, it He's a stage four musician. We're <laughs> stage like one and two. I don't we'll even listen to music. Eventually. I don't even listen to you music. You don't even anymore. listen to music anymore. You just read sheet music and just like you're happy with it. I don't even read sheet music. You I don't write the sheet music. Write you sheet music. write sheet music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm listening to today. And I write it down. Zap zap
0: as fuck, man. Zap as fuck. <laughs> I've got guilty pleasures. My guilty pleasures are basically all of nineties pop rock. We've already been over there. Gin blossoms. Smashbox Twenty, Kid Rock, fucking uh, that's not that, but yeah, I do like Kid Rock. Also, early Kid Rock stuff I do like. Yeah, <laughs> Devil Without a Cause album, good album. That's oh. those are my guilty pleasures. I mean, let's let's be real. Third Eye Blind, those are good pop tunes, good pop rock songs, right? They're I mean, well written. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> yeah, we did. So Jimmy uh, James is kind of senior there. Uh, he, like he, this is the first dude that I ever like really started playing music with. And, uh, we, we, (laughs) we, uh, we found this band, uh, through MySpace back in the day, this, this guy hit, hit me up and was like, Hey, we need a guitar player and a bass player for our band called, uh, nine mile road. And so, uh, Jimmy and I went down to this house, uh, in in, like South Miami and the house was like empty, kind of like this, like a serial killer kind of house. And, uh, and, uh they told us that they were signed by a record label and everything and we jammed with, with their other guitar player and uh i don't even think we had a drummer playing with us yet and uh this the singer comes in and this guy sounded just like Scott Stapp. I mean like it is like it was it was cra- like we both heard him sing we're like we can't do this band. He's the guy from Creed, right? Yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. Can Can you you from Florida? get me high Yeah,
1: it's terrible. I when I was 10, I had the Human Clay CD. I was a big fan of Creed actually.
0: Nine Nine mile drive, that's what it was. Nine 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 mile road, nine mile
2: drive. See, my I had an older brother that like he got all the music. So like I had all the good stuff, but all the horrible CDs, I was like, no, those are his. (laughs) I may have still listened to them, but like no, those are all his. (laughs) 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 My brother had a bunch of DC Talk and Jars of Clay and stuff like that.
1: Oh, so when I grew up, uh, uh, I grew up like super, super duper Christian in uh, Kentucky, and we I would do a Christian music festival every year. But yeah, DC DC Talk and Jars of Clay for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Are you a
2: Jesus freak? He is a little bit. <laughs> he's, a big, he's, a, he's a big fan of Jesus. Yeah, what will people way. think when they find out you're a Jesus freak? What will
1: people think when they find out I'm a Jesus freak? That's, that's the DC, hit. That's, that's the one. That's DC Talk right there. You don't know shit about Toby Mac. Fuck off. No
0: know. idea what you guys are talking about. Secular Christian music. Secular yeah, Christian music. Not into yeah. it. Not my thing. All right. Not mine thing. Like, like it was my Kier brother's rock. music,
2: not mine. I like Kier Rock. I. <laughs> Bull God was a good song. Which one? Bull God. Not yeah. the same album with... Oh, uh, uh, Devil
0: Without a Cause. That yeah, was a good song. That whole album was really good, actually. And then, then, yeah, after that, it got kind of bad. But that first one was good. It was like a hip-hop slash rock slash southern rock kind of thing going on. It was like real, like, dirty <laughs> down the gutter kind of music. It was like, yeah, this is cool. And then, like, then, like, he released Cocky, and you're like, oh, you're like a southern rock rapper. This is <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Man, we were talking about the other day. You remember Josie? Josie? Midget. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe C, three foot nine with a ten Bits foot dick. Yeah, that was good. I love yeah, that was is great. That Kid Rock, great stuff. yeah.
2: Kid Rock when he came out, he had a midget sidekick. Yeah, or excuse me, an LP, a little person sidekick. Yeah. He's dead now. It's not the preferred
0: nomenclature. Kid yeah. Rock died. No, no. Joe, Joe C, died. C did.
1: <laughs> Who's Joe C? He
0: was a little. He was a little. The small. A uh, small guy on the. Uh, he's, he's joking with you now. No, he's not. Oh. He doesn't that. He doesn't know who that is.
1: <laughs> Just, well, hang on, but did he sing with them?
0: Yeah. He was
2: his hype man, like even, his like miniature hype man.
1: I don't want to. I don't want to be allowed to love that, but I love that. He was ball awesome, with the
0: ball, yeah, for sure. That was a great one too. I love that. Which one?
1: How how do we always come back to Kid Rock? I don't want to do this. Every it's topical.
0: Episode. I love Kid Rock. Yeah. Love me some Kid Rock. I
1: know you do. <laughs> um, did you know he's from Detroit?
0: Yeah, from well outside of Detroit, anyways
1: jeez, I hate that you know exactly where he's from. That's he's oh. also
0: said it in like <laughs> half of his songs. I know that yeah, was the joke. <laughs>
2: uh, um, See, your sarcasm has evolved. Went right over my I head. I am
0: evolving. <sighs> sucks. Your sarcasm sucks. Anyways, I don't um, think Billy. I don't think he gets it. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I'm all talked out. I'm a little talked out. You talked out, Sean. How you feeling? Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you, you want to plug out.
1: anything while we're on the podcast? Because we have like all of twenty people.
2: Uh, I mean, you know, just keep supporting local. Support splits. I don't know wherever you're gonna get your. Uh, you said you're getting your drinks and your food from next week. Um, yeah, support local. You're like, go to. You know, if you uh, if you like a band, go buy some merch from them. That's gonna help. You can go to MelodyTrucksBand.com, dot com. Buy our merch. Uh Gingerbeard merch is coming eventually. Like after like three years, maybe four years. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just wash your hands. Take care of each other. Yeah, wash your hands, please. And uh I always say that I very rarely wash my hands, yeah, I'm the worst with that I keep my immune system strong though Not that's that right, has built the antibodies mm-hmm.
1: so little has changed for me in this pandemic all I've, I've just all I do is watch It's like don't touch me all the time when I go out in public and wash my hands and I go straight back home <laughs> um <laughs> and that was so, befo- that was before all this happened
0: um again, for us guys, just follow us uh we have a patreon page that you can go to right now during great <laughs> for life all right d k. <laughs> um patreon page you can go to right now we're doing it uh we're doing the patreon for free once the quarantine is up and all you motherfuckers are working again you're paying for our content is all i'm saying for right now though you get it for free so subscribe you get grandfathered in to the patreon stuff for free um also you can follow us on youtube at youtube.com slash side hustle the band facebook.com side hustle the band instagram side hustle the band um all that all that good stuff um, also, our fundraiser next Sunday. We're doing this again seven thirty. We do this every week, but uh, next Sunday is our fundraiser f- to to help get our album done. It's a live show. It's me. a live show. Yeah. F- so we're gonna be playing. Uh, with Side Hustle is playing for the first time. Uh, we're all in the room together for the first time in ov- well over a month. And we're playing together for the first time in probably like two months. And uh, they're gonna
2: nail it. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah,
0: we're, gonna, we're so we're gonna be real tight. I've been practicing and, uh, every day. And uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, so so go on, go on to the event page. It's uh, an evening of streaming. That's the event name on our page, and look at the tier levels and uh, and the commitments and what you get for those commitments. Anything that you guys got is greatly appreciated. Obviously, nothing. It's not mandatory, but anything you got would be greatly appreciated to help us get this thing done. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Spliffs. You get ten percent off of your next ten uh, percent uh, off of your next uh, meal or drink there if you mentioned Bob and the Bill podcast. And uh, do you want to see something,
1: Sean? No, say thanks to Sean.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, was, I was getting there. You kept pointing at me. You got to say something. And thank you to Sean Taunton for Melody Truck's Band, Ginger Beard Man, and Dirty Pete for filling in for us last minute. Give me another and cheers. Do yeah, cheers, cheers. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, man. Happy quarantine. This is fun. Happy, happy quarantine.
1: Happy birthday to me also. Happy, happy birthday belated, to bud.
0: And uh, We're going to get a
2: bottle of liquor after this and just uh, get real birthday oh, it's, with it. It's
0: going to be a late night. So if you guys are down to I'll party. I've been out for
2: the past five days. I'm just joking.
0: We're social distancing. <laughs> we're not partying.
2: Technically, <laughs> it's Monday at midnight, so we can go ahead and just get the Monday Night Funk Jam started. Yes, we're just going to do it. All right, guys. Hit thank my you so much for out. We'll Don't let your meat
0: loaf. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.
2: Adios. Muchachos.